Still my Tuesday. It's a lot of people's Thursdays. <laughs> it's a lot of people's Thursdays. 536, good morning. It's Tuesday, November 26th. We are very happy, pleased, even a little excited. You've decided to start your morning here with the morning reboot on Q105. And the world's alright with me. Bill Withers, so overlooked good. star from the, the funk and so soul good. era. Um, let me get my show sheet. It's over here. What's coming up today? Let's see. Uh, after 7 o'clock. Oh, crap. What happened? I forgot to put a rated game together. That's fine. We can, we can, we can do... You can list the... We could do... Oh, it's so prevalent. Just name people from the AMAs, and I'll let you know how I feel. I'll come up with something. I'll, <laughs> I'll figure something out. A little bit after 7 o'clock, our side dishes actually the better thing... For Thanksgiving, side dishes have gotten extravagant, delicious, tasty, ornate. So many ways to describe them. I'm kind of hungry right now thinking about it. Uh, what's your go-to for side dishes, your recipes, your desires, your wants? Just after 7 o'clock. Then 7.30, Tacos and Trivia Tuesday. Fittingly, we'll do Thanksgiving-themed questions. Panelful ladies a little bit after 8 o'clock, and our friend Jeffy McGee will be here for the trailer game. We'll talk about Thanksgiving movies, and he's got some things uh, what to watch as we wrap up today's show. If you miss any part of it, please get the song-free, commercial-free, free-free podcast. Text ERIC to 419-240-1055. That's the number to call the show, 538. Good morning. It's Eric Chase and the one and only Floyd. Good morrow. Hello. Hi. Can I'm I in make... an excellent mood this morning. Good. So don't mess it up. Just kidding. I, I don't think I put you in foul moods. Can I? No, no, you don't. Make a suggestion? Yes. I like to think I have fairly decent foresight. Maybe almost to a to a fault. Preparing for things that that will never happen. Uh-oh. Um. You could even say that. I am the opposite of people who are chronically late and they can't seem to manage their life. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's a problem. You are disrespectful to other people in your own time. I'm the opposite. I'm chronically early. You could arguably say that I'm not managing my time the other other way. Yes, if you make plans for a Wednesday, he will show up on a Monday. <clears throat> Me? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying just how early It's possible. <laughs> it's right, possible right, 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 that right. if we make plans for a Wednesday, I will peak on a Monday and be like, <laughs> can't do it. That, 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 that's on me. I went to Kroger yesterday. Uh-oh. I needed to get a couple of things for the side dish I'm going to bring to the Thanksgiving I've been invited to um, because I've done enough. I'm a very good shopper. Was it busy? It, it kind of was. Was it? Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Natalie. My mom made me a great shopper. Mm-hmm. And I've even been stupid enough to go on Thanksgiving Eve to Kroger and the like. Mm-hmm. But it was pretty busy yesterday. But do yourself a favor. And now you've got one less day. Do your food shopping and alcohol shopping today. Because if you go tomorrow... That's going to be a cluster mess. There will be carnage and chaos. And you're probably sitting there thinking, Eric, I'd love to do that, but it just doesn't fit into my schedule. Well, one, make it fit. 
you've known Thanksgiving was coming for quite some time. You, you've <laughs> probably known your responsibilities ahead of time. Your whole life. <laughs> um, and if you're like, I got, look, I have work. I can barely get time to get to the gym one last time. And I've got other errands. I'm juggling. I get it. But you knew ahead of time. So you can you can make the time. And, and while you, let's say you lose out on... 15 minutes of your lunch break or your break you have in the middle of the day and and you spend that getting what you need for you know Thursday and whenever mm-hmm. okay so you lose out a little bit there but that's better than fighting through the carnage of tomorrow let's say three o'clock and beyond because when I went to the liquor store in the Kroger yesterday at Spring Meadows one they did not have the salted caramel um patrol the one I go to maybe you have to ask for it I didn't see it oh the the old pier one, no. Oh, I so, said well Kroger at Spring Meadows. Oh well, you have to. Well, I know the one at the old pier one. You have to ask the counter. Fair enough, because they they hand it to you personally. So they didn't because one per person, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't have it. I might have grabbed it, but so Dana here has likely pushed me over the pre- precipice of it, if not alcoholism, deep peanut butter <laughs> appreciation. They make peanut butter whiskey, and I bought that. Uh, are you taking it to Thanksgiving or bringing it here tomorrow? I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm off tomorrow. So I, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying... Peanut butter whiskey? Yeah, I'll show you a picture. And there's two kinds. One called Screwball. See if I just sat up? I was like, <laughs> keep talking. One called Screwball. Mm-hmm. And I asked the woman at the Kroger liquor store yesterday, do you, do you have this? She said, no, we won't have any more until tomorrow, but we have that. And I'll show you a picture. Mm-hmm. It's on my Instagram stories. Uh, she said, we have that. I said, is it the same price? Anything to not go back to Kroger closer to Thanksgiving. And I'm telling you, I don't want to hear your excuses that I couldn't get there. Because whatever whatever you're doing that was so important today. <laughs> Are you chastising yes, listeners right now? It's going to cost you time it- and your your mental state tomorrow. Let me be that person on team lateness. So, so for those who say they can't go until tomorrow, they know what they're getting themselves into. I just don't want them to be in line and be like, uh, right? Uh. But like, I think most people know. As as a late shopper, I know I know not to go out on Thanksgiving. But like, I'm a late Christmas shopper. I do it a week beforehand. I know what I'm getting myself into. So I know that if I'm if it's busier, I know it's going to be a lot more traffic. It's kind of like um, I was talking to my friend. Um, is a flight attendant talking about travel. If you're going to leave and if you if it's within like a day trip, most like AAA and most travel agencies say like if you have to leave later cuz I know some people have to work and all that stuff, leave the morning of Thanksgiving. But if you leave tomorrow uh, between the what did he say the peak hours are like between rush hour and midnight, you're going to be stuck in traffic. It's going to be double or triple the time. So it's 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 like that with shopping. I like, like your point. Like if you know don't don't gripe about it. Don't bitch. Don't you, you can't bitch about it if you know. Cause we all know. Like we know. Like we're, we're probably just literally throwing more salt on the moon. You know what you're getting yourself into. If you into if you have to be that person who goes. I know there's some families who cannot do anything until tomorrow. So that's why I'm just saying. Like some people, they j- honestly can't. But just just know. Don't give the retail person attitude or the. The cashier person attitude. Just know that they're just like you don't want to be there. They really don't want to scan your stuff either. 
Listen, listen. I, I had my first retail nightmare on Sunday, and I had the most attitudes. And let me tell you, I'm not a good person because I'll give it right back. I know. can't like. I saw something yesterday that said, be nice to retail people. I'm like, hey, wild idea here. How about everybody be nice to everybody? Everyone be nice to everyone. Also, I'm with Scott just text us. Peanut butter whiskey. Does it have the whiskey taste? You've not opened it. Damn it. Okay. Look at me. I'm like, I'm like trying to figure out how to get some. And Dana right. said, uh, uh, Chambord liqueur to give it a peanut butter and jelly type? I just like peanut butter, though. Okay. Because like on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, my ratio to peanut butter to jelly is a lot. I'm, I slather. I've been that kid since I was, I've been, I've been that person since I was a kid. Like, load me, I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I'm going to look up what what else might go well with it. Do you remember, as we wrap up this uh, this opening segment here, there was a, and maybe there's other now, others now, but I remember like seven years or so ago, there was a, a vodka company that only made one kind of vodka. It's peanut butter flavored, and it was called Nut Liqueur. I do remember. We used to have yeah, we had we that at the bar, and they. I don't think it's made anymore. Um, I've not seen it within like two years. Yeah, because that bar's been closed for a while. Probably got run out of business by the all the other vodkas that do flavored vodkas. But it was really good though. Yes, Bring it was. on on ice on, on the rocks. Welcome to the show. Don't complain about food shopping tomorrow. You brought it on yourself. Good morning. Five forty-five. Yeah. We go together. 5.52, good morning. The morning reboot on Q105. All right, we're set for the rated game um, in about 20 minutes or so. Mm. And a heads up, uh, we're getting ready to kick off Coach for Kids. It will begin in earnest uh, November 29th. So Friday, look for our uh, old news boys, Coach for Kids kiosk in the food court at Franklin Park Mall. Instead of just donating a coat this year, or buying a coat and donating that, uh, your money goes a little bit further when you donate at the kiosk because of the connections that the old newsboys have, I believe, with JCPenney. Sorry if I have that wrong, but look for the kiosk. Donate there. Hmm. Thanks to Jeffrey Mann Fine Jewelers, Taylor Automotive, Rehabilitation Hospital of Northwest Ohio, Brandy Wine Country Club, and Habitat Security. More on our website, q1055.com. And if you would so allow me, I'd like to say thank you. You're welcome. Not to you. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what I did, but yay. Um, I sent you a recipe for the peanut butter beer via Scott from Mommy. Peanut butter beer? Oh, peanut butter whiskey. I apologize. Screw I was looking at Putin. Have, one and a half, well, one and a half ounces of screwball whiskey. That's just not enough. Half ounce of vodka, <clears throat> coffee liqueur, cream coke, coke. You lost me the coconut. And I don't mess with the heavy cream. You can switch stuff. That's... Recipes are guidelines. <clears throat> you can always swap stuff out. That's what suggestions. Yeah. Okay. What, what is her name? A oh. peanut. So a Daphne peanut Oz told me. Daph- who? Daphne Oz. Is that his wife? That's his daughter, and she's a cook. A peanut butter white Russian. Hmm. Okay. Mm. Thanks, Scott. Um, yeah, I'll keep looking. Uh, good morning, the morning reboot. Q one zero five four one nine two four zero one zero five five. My thank you. Uh, where, where was it? Saturday morning? Saturday morning, I need to kill a lot of time before our border battle giveaway at Yark. Did, didn't that already happen? Yeah, I said this past Saturday. Okay, I was like, wait a minute. Okay, go, go, go. I had to kill a bunch of time before I made my way over to the mall and watched some of the furiously paced mall walkers. <laughs> um, I went to Sip. I was looking for coffee. Okay. Um, I was thinking about going to Dunkin' Donuts, but I realized 
I can't go to Sip often. I can't go to Dunkin' Donuts often. But I went to Sip. Uh, it's in the Cricket West Shopping Center. Nice local coffee place. And I saw every uh, everything is just about closed on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So what, what time does the mall and your store open up? Two. In the afternoon? Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't feel bad, y'all. You're getting time that time and a half, right? <laughs> I'm getting something. Don't you worry what I'm getting. Um, no, I, I, and I, I'm not the early person either. So, like, I get to still do some family stuff. I go in at six. It's whatever. It's Thanksgiving. Well, like, it's like, it's Thanksgiving. Like, you can have turkey with your family any day of the year. Calm down. Hell. Right. You can tell your family you're thankful for them in, guess what, July. You, you're, you don't have to just do it in November, America. Try today. See what happens. <laughs> right, exactly. Ooh, mind-blowing. So Most places are <laughs> closed. I think in years past, so I think Starbucks is open in the morning, but mm-hmm. I saw that Sip is open from like 8 to noon mm-hmm. or something like that. So I'm kind of looking forward to um, getting up whenever I get up. Thanks. By the way, we won't be here then. Mm-hmm. Um sleeping in and then going over there and grabbing some coffee. So I just, if you are working Thanksgiving mm-hmm. uh, any time of the day, thank you because I know that it could take away some uh, some of your time with your family. <laughs> Excuse me. Or, wor- you. or working an overnight shift and getting off. Swing by. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Like, I got into a debate with someone the other day and they were like, how dare these places open early, early, early? And I'm like, you guys, it's fine. Like, honestly, have you talked to an employee at these stores? Most of us are fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, most of us knew the schedule was coming. Most of us planned around it. And the people who work at two, they don't work all day. They're literally, we're working like four-hour shifts. The the two to whatever people, they get to go with their family. The six to ten, which is me, I get to do it beforehand. It's fine. The Like, so it was... <laughs> This person, like, they were like, well, what do you know? I said, well, actually, I work at JCPenney, and they're opening up at f- at 2. Guess what? As the tech, quote, unquote, midday person, because then it becomes Black Friday in, in the evening. But it's, we're fine. No, we're not, none of us are mad. It's, I promise you. Like, what are those internet battles? <laughs> where, how dare they? And no one bothered to ask the actual point. The actual point. point. We're and, fine. I promise you, we're fine. And <laughs> and I, I'd like to know if the places that have, in greedy fashion, decided to open or mm. never close or, like, whatever, open yeah. at 2 o'clock on Thanksgiving, have given their, their peon employees, hey, we don't know. We don't have to schedule you, but if you'd like the hours, if it fits with what you're doing, we're doing time in it. Would you like to work? Well, like, sure. Well, like, not even, like, not even that. Like, I remember, because, like I said, I had a a career beforehand, then I jumped ship recently. In my interview, the first thing she said was, are you okay with working working Thanksgiving and or Black Friday? And I said, sure. That, I don't care. That's fine. I know what comes... I'm also a grown ass man. I know how old I, I know how the world works. So she's like, "Well, I just ask everyone because some people have religious stuff." And she goes, I, "Thanksgiving." It, well, she just said. Well, she just said she was being very respectful. She was like, "I know some people have religious religious stuff, or some people actually go out of town for family." She was like, "I like to know who I can have work." And she goes, "It not automatically doesn't disqualify you from getting hired." I was like, "Oh no, I'm 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 fine." And we're pretty much a new staff. Like everyone's only been there for like a year to two years, and we're all scheduled. And to my knowledge, none of us have bitched about our schedule. Look at that thoughtfulness. <laughs> like, honestly, none of us have. We're like, okay, that's fine. I mean, it comes with the territory. I mean, 
it's you know how these big companies work. Money, money, money. You know, whatever. It is what it is. What did uh? What and Chris, let me tell you, we are fine. Wink, wink. What did Chrissy Teigen say? We're unoffendable. <laughs> right, exactly. 558. We will get to a rated game. And sorry I keep letting the music mix linger, but we do have two songs to solve. We'll do that as well. Yeah, and we did. I thought about that and I got in the car yesterday. And I figured out what one of the songs was. What is it? It's that, that song you always put in there from Spider Verse. I can't mm. never think of the words. It's Posty. Sunflower? Well, I was going to call it Wallflower. Love that song. <laughs> uh, the music mix, we'll, we'll finish that up real fast, and the rated game before 615. Q105. 6.13, good morning. It's the morning reboot on Q105. Our Q Can, our Q Can Jams happening at Food Town Fresh Market on Central on December 13th. If you could help us raise some food there, non-perishable items for the Toledo Northwestern Ohio Food Bank. That would be great. That's December 13th. More on the website, q1055.com. By the way, our big Coach for Kids kickoff party with lots of live entertainment and more will be December 6th at Franklin Park. We've got a lot going on, so keep an eye on the website, q1055.com. We've got to finish up yesterday's Monday's Manic Music Mix. Uh, song one was Tove Low Habits. Mm-hmm. And Bad Guy Billie Eilish. We weren't sure about three. Four was Eminem and Dre forgot about Dre. And then five we didn't know. So, you ready? Mm-hmm. I gave you a hint yesterday. I said that third song that we were trying to identify was a like a massive soundtrack and a massive uh, movie. Sound, yes. What happened to my, what happened to my song? It's raining. And you uh, thought it was this. Wait, 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 wait. Play, play, play. Uh, uh, oh. It's not. You're close. I, I, the, there are some musical That's similarities. Nice. Yeah, that. Um, one more time. That sounds so much similar. That sounds so similar. Uh, it's SZA and it's Kendrick Lamar. Oh, from the Black Panther soundtrack. All the stars. Ah, oh, poop on a stick, All yes. All the stars are broken. <laughs> oh, and the last one is Get Low. Oh, boom. Oh, you, you, that was, you put like a second of that one. I, know. I figured everybody knows. Every party get low <laughs> to the windows of the wall, to the blank dropping down line. To backtrack to our conversation uh, a few seconds ago, a friend says, I work at Kroger, and let me tell you right now, people won't listen. No, they won't. So, so, so thoughts and prayers, Nikki. Thoughts and prayers. I ask you as an employee to just know that. Like, you can't expect people. You can hope people are going to be nice and cordial. Oh. But you can't expect it. I mean, but like, that's true. But here's the thing. As quickly as I clocked in, I will walk off. Do not give me attitude. You need this product. I don't. Be nice. Be kind. Rewind. That's what I tell people. Like, if you have... I honestly, I've used it all the time. The Anytime I go tape. somewhere, like if I walk in with an attitude, I'm like, "Be kind, Floyd. Rewind," because you never know if that person's having an awful day. You Correct. don't want to add to that. Correct. You honestly don't. Hey, why is this cashier being a D to me? Uh, their mother just got diagnosed with cancer, right? Or, or you know what I mean? So you know, you never, and vice versa for customers too. You never know if that person's literally spending their last fifty dollars here. Just. Just smile, like it's tis the season. Let's act like it is. Boom. It's a, it's a, 
great psych- psychological technique, re- reframing just like that. Mm-hmm. And we've say we've learned it since we were kids. Put yourself in someone else's shoes. Oh, for sure. And we, we should do more of that, especially if they have nice shoes. <laughs> the rated game now. Let's do it. We'll keep it holiday themed. Uh, overrated, underrated, properly rated. Christmas trees. Properly rated. Thanksgiving Eve celebrations and parties and getting belligerently drunk. Okay, so I think they're overrated. I've worked in a bar for the past 10 years, and I've actually talked about this with one of our bartenders. I don't ever feel like it's any different than any other Saturday, but people say the sales, sale-wise, it's a lot different. But like as someone who like works in a bar and sees like the crowd, I'm like, this is no different than like a Friday or Saturday. But I guess they drink a lot more, so that's why it's the biggest party night of the year. Living downtown, it some nights I went out, some nights I didn't. From what I found, and I would gauge things by how late Home Slice shut down, I think people were went so hard that they were done earlier than you'd expect them to be. But it was oh, definitely sure. busier. Yeah. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Flavored vodkas. Ooh, those are properly rated. Those are my favorite. Next up. I don't know where this one came from. Cauliflower. Whoa. Overrated. Cause it's like like they it's a lot of substitutes. It's a mashed potato substitute. It's a pizza crust substitute. It's a substitute for some meat filler. So I'm like, okay. I call it albino broccoli. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that. Overrated, underrated, properly <laughs> rated. Daytime mm-hmm. Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, that's oh that. It, it's in all Thanksgiving dinner daytime. Well, when I when we were growing up, my mom had dinner at like five. Yeah, we do too. We have it at like four or five. I meant like some people do it like mine. Mine on Thursday is two. I say it's properly rated because I feel like my family does a day Thanksgiving like okay. three and four. Yeah. Next up, Thanksgiving football games like the NFL games. Floyd wants to say overrated, but don't isn't it? The Dallas Cowboys, they have the halftime show one. Uh, did we figure out if Ellie Goldings I do think that? she's doing it. Okay. Um, yes, properly rated, I guess, because okay. I associate Thanksgiving with football. I honestly do. Last two overrated, underrated, properly rated. Pilgrims. Or the Pilgrims. Mm. They, I think they got along with the Indians. I think they did. As opposed did, to slaughtering. But then other people came along. Or did they come first? I don't know history. They're properly rated, I guess. Okay, last up. I know. I know this one. What you're gonna say because we agree. Parades. Ugh, overrated. <laughs> you, anyone can make a parade. You just got to find five friends who want to walk in a walk in a block radius with a float and or a, a flag or balloons. So there could have been some some Twitter controversy um, with Notre Dame Academy because of something that they annually do. But mm-hmm. I don't know if they felt pressured to actually get out in front of it and they feel this way or it's lip service we'll share what it is and also the return of some kind of christmas growth in about 10 minutes with news i have a billy eilish story i will do it before seven o'clock because it's kind of slow in entertainment but and i have a what's the word I have an admission okay. that I'd like to share about Billie Eilish. Okay. I feel like I could like her. Are all her songs mumbly? Because I've only heard like three and she's Very mumbling. Lots of whispering. Like I want to see her deliver me a ballad. <laughs> like do you think it's in her repertoire to do that? All her songs are ballads because she's always whispering. I think this is just 
Good news, bad news, breaking news, fake news, local news, and even real news. Yeah. Just the news you need with the morning reboot with Eric Chase on Q105. That's the longest outro of any song, though, by the way. Real. <laughs> so, I don't think it's a big deal. I think the school got ahead of it, and I hope that they they deeply believe their words and they're not just saying it to not deal with the internet headache. Mm -hmm. A Twitter post calling out Notre Dame Academy chaperone's decision to make 8th graders leave a play in Chicago because two of the cast members were playing a gay couple has gained attention and even sparked a response from the institution's president. A series of tweets Carly McGoldrick Love that name Carly. Very Mm -hmm. Irish. Who identified herself as a school alumna uh, alumni said she was waiting for NDA to refund the parents of their students for the cost of the tickets and to issue an, issue an apology for embarrassing them in front of an entire auditorium. A few hours after she asked for the apology, the school posted a response on Twitter from the president, Kim Grilliot. Kim, I hope I got that name correct. We apologize for our decision for eighth graders to leave a performance of the Nutcracker before it began due to casting choices. The mistake is contrary to our inclusive spirit and reminds us our actions should affirm that we are all God's children. There's a longer statement from, I think, their Facebook page. I'm going to go into some more of it here. To clarify what happened, the decision was made for the NDA 8th graders to leave a performance of the Nutcracker before it began because upon arrival, they discovered that the producer had chosen to cast two men as the main character's parents. However, in the the spirit of inclusion statement adopted by the NDA Board of Trustees, firms that we... In the Notre Dame Academy community, welcome all into our gospel community, including but not limited to people of all colors, religions, ethnicities. So, yeah, the spiel that you say when you do something bad. So I, ho- <laughs> I hope they, they truly believe this and they didn't just say it so they, they wouldn't have to deal with the, the internet outrage, which would be very apt. I just wrote my eyes at that statement. You don't believe them? I don't because it's every statement everyone makes when they get caught doing something that people are just like why did you do that it's like well actually blah 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 we are don't discriminate against and then you you hear color race sexual orientation the lifestyle i'm like it's it's you can literally copy and paste this and we'll just save it for another controversy i do think (laughs) i i think they get some credit for addressing it quickly like before it became an mm -hmm. outrage so in that case, they either have smart, savvy PR yeah. people to get ahead of it, or they they truly believe that there was a, a bad error in judgment here. I just think I I'm gonna push that aside. That kind of, I just feel bad for the eighth graders who missed out on a amazing theatrical experience of a Christmas and a timeless tradition because of two people. And have you ever seen the Nutcracker before? It's a cast of like. 50 to 70 people. <laughs> you know what you mean? So you, you took a whole class or group out because of two casting decisions. Who even says that these two men are homosexuals right. or queer individuals? They could be two straight men with families of their own, but they are ju- they're just doing their jobs. So that's my issue with this situation and rolling my eyes. And to those teenagers who felt gypped and cheated, the strand hand does a lot of great stuff, and so does the Valentine. Check out their websites. I'm sorry, I just got mad about this story. Yeah, I, 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 I thought it was important to get to this story because it's it's a lot of what we believe in and what we stand for, inclusivity uh, and smart decisions, especially by adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, TBD said they arrested a weight kid on Friday who brought a loaded gun to school. He was charged with illegal conveyance for possession of a deadly weapon on school premises and taken to Juvie Detention Center. The school resource officer, I think is also a, <clears throat> a TPD officer, Jerron Ellis, received a tip that the student had the gun, so he and a second officer went to the classroom. The 
kid was supposed to be in stopped him while he was leaving for another class. They, the loaded gun was found in the student's front pocket. The report doesn't say whether the student threatened to use the weapon. Why? Yeah, I, instead of like doing the detention center thing, can we get inside this kid's head and said, "Son, why did you do let's this?" Let's help it. Like, yeah, let's. I, and I know it's <clears> bad. <throat> I know we can just jump. Like, why do you have a gun at school? I got a. But it could <clears> be on. He could be being bullied, right? Or even you don't know how his lifestyle is. Maybe this is how you know he's protecting himself along with the family. You, you don't know. Just help him. Yeah. Like, let's not just rely on that. This teen brought a gun to school. Why? There's a reason. There's a rhyme and a reason for these actions. Yep. The Christmas weed is coming back, kind of, um, in very weed-like fashion. The shrub returned to uh, the area where we had it last year. Someone seemingly overnight left a potted plant back at the same spot from last year with a swirl of red and green ribbon. On Monday, members of the Trilby United Methodist Church on Secor took the weed from its old home and relocated it outside their church. We definitely wanted to move it because it was a hazard at its former spot, said church member Karen Walker. The church is is a good location. It's one block from the old location. Um, She added that the new location aligns with the spirit of giving sparked by the weed sensationalism. Members hope it'll become a holiday hotspot for donations. On Monday, there were already hats and gloves available at the weed for the cold and the needy. Also, there is a Christmas weed storybook, and it was read at Oakland Elementary from authors Nick Rokiki and Joe Kelly, and their book is called The Christmas Weed. I forget what my stance was this was on this last year. But I, I am certain that I believed that we couldn't force it. It needed to be organic. It's being forced right now. It like, yeah. Also, I like that Karen Walker's name is Karen Walker from like Will and Grace. Does she? Have, <laughs> does I was she like, that's awesome. Hair? I don't know, but um, <clears throat> just because if we're if we're if that's the case, I got thirteen Christmas weeds growing in my front yard. You know what I mean? Like, it ha- like I'm with you. It just last year was fun because it was just like someone was just. It was probably someone's being drunk, and they're just like, put Christmas stuff on this, and you can't force it because now it's not special. Because like right. every time I hear the Christmas suite, I just I literally change the channel. I'm just like, we've done that, you guys. And there's something just a little off to me about a church kind of like indoctrinating it become a hot spot for donations. That's great. No, no, that's that's that since it stuck out with me, I'm like, well then, do a do a do a soup. Sunday or something. I I don't know. Put put the Christ back in Christmas or Christmas. Christmas. Uh, The city of, there's still more lighting, tree lightings to happen. Uh, Levis Commons is a go. Hensville. Lights Before Christmas at the zoo and Prometica uh, Promenade Park. But um, at the Ottawa Park Ice Rink, there's going to be another tree lighting uh, set for December 15th. It'll run from 3 to 7 with the tree lighting around 6 o'clock. It's free and open to the public. Scheduled activities include free open skating, food trucks, ice carving demonstrations until 5 and a horse-drawn carriage. Um, So December 15th, I believe, this is from the Blade, I believe that is right, even though that's still several weeks away. And uh, one seascape behind the Renaissance is open. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Last I like that th- little pooled area. Pooled. So that little pool area, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's yeah. an ice skating rink. Um, and Lucas County Canine Care and Control LLC4 will hold its sixth annual Black Friday adoption event. So you can save some money on an animal adoption, which are just going to be ten dollars this year. But you have to buy a dog license, and it's valid for the next year. So, and the dog license helps keep LC4 in business and doing what they do. So thirty-five bucks to adopt a friend for life. Yay. <clears throat> 
I do encourage people to um, consider a dog adoption for a holiday gift. But don't surprise someone with a dog. Like, make sure they're interested in one. <laughs> you see what happens? Here, I got you. I want to see dog gift fails. Like, give a like a kid's all happy. They open their present. Present. There's like, a puppy. And like, <laughs> I'm allergic. Or not even like. This isn't a Nintendo Switch. Like, but it's a. It's your best friend. I bought you a best friend. But I want a Nintendo Switch. I want to see those fail videos. And the dog will last 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 longer, longer than your game system. Especially the attention span, yes. 641 with the morning reboot. We'll get to my Billie Eilish. Acknowledgement? Admission? What word am I looking for here? I don't know what you have to say about her. Revelation? So. Okay. All right, we'll do that before 7 <laughs> and more in L. Oh, oh, and the reunion we don't need. Certainly don't go on tour. I know what it is. Okay. I bet I know what it is. That's a, I'll let you have at it before 7. Is it a girl group? Yes. Okay. Q105 Traffic, sponsored by Max Auto. With- get up, get up. So, Jason Derulo was a thing over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, 6.54 with the morning reboot on Q105. Jason Derulo was a thing over the weekend. and Good for you and good for him if you went and looked at his Instagram picture. Um, because it was like on the top of Google Trends. I'm like, what's what's going on here? And then I looked at it, and I was I, like, I just said to you off the air, I wonder if the cat's PR people are happy about that picture he took that no one asked for. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was first uh, off, the, the thirst trap people did. They'll always take that. Like, it was one of those things where he, I'm sure he released the picture, and they're like, oh yeah, that's Jason Derulo, and that was it. <laughs> and here we are. Floyd, um, <laughs> why'd you say my name like I was in trouble? Do you want to share who is likely, possibly going back out on tour? And I had no idea they were on hiatus since 2010, but also oh, it is the same group. Okay, here they come again. I'm ready. I want them to sing their four hits from the three albums. There might have been more, but can you name more than one person? Yes. Go ahead. All right. So we know Nicole. There's Carmeet, um, Jessica. Ashley, Melody, and the girl who did the high kicks. Kimberly. Kimberly. There Damn, we go. You named all the Pussycat Dolls <laughs> who may be going back out on tour. There was something on uh, X Factor judge Lewis Walsh. He broke the news on Britain's Lorraine yesterday. And why? It's just her. And she's busy with uh, Mass Singer? Yeah. She is, but I mean. What are you going to do? They put. I've seen them in concert. They put on a good show. Sure but I do. wonder. I wonder if they can still do their dance moves because, like, that's ten years ago. They were like, no shade, but like, I, they were in their late twenties, early thirties back then. So like, now they're they're mature women. I know that. I think Nicole is older than I am. Oh, is she? I'm I didn't know pretty that. certain. She went to right state. Not if anyone cares. Up in Detroit. Oh, that's Wayne that's State. Right, sorry. right State's Dayton. Sorry. Um, She's forty-one. All right. She still got them pipes in that look. You know, money don't, you don't age. You age really well when you have money. <laughs> also on Instagram over the weekend, Kristen Cavallari, wow. who I believe has had two kids and somehow suffered through Jay Cutler's sour puss face in marriage, and she still looks flawless. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, sorry, just being envious and jealous right now. It's one thing when you are, when you are genetically gifted. It's another thing when you're genetically gifted and you are affluent. That's just not fair. Anyway, uh, Buttons, I love that song. I love Beep. I like, I hate this part. So you're going to go to this? Don't you? They're going to sing all those songs. And I then you also have When I Grow Up, Stick With You. I'd rather just 
put him on a playlist. Um, <laughs> let me get to the Billie Eilish stuff. Sure. Who's also, I don't know if you got this story, she's Billboard's yeah, Woman it, of the Year. Yeah, that's the story. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she, after two AMAs on Sunday, um, she added Billboard's Woman of the Year in 2019, just ahead of her 18th birthday. Uh, Taylor Swift will also be honored receiving the inaugural Woman of the Decade Award. Billy has disrupted the entertainment industry through her music and social media platforms, leaving an indelible impact on the global cultural zeitgeist. She's achieved more than most artists do in their whole career. She's charted a string of singles on the Billboard Hot 100, has 39 million followers on Instagram, performed at Lollapalooza, sold out three headlining tours, and in 2020, she has a massive world tour. Half a million tickets were purchased in the first hour. And here's my my admission. I like her lime green hair a lot. Oh, the roots? Yeah. Was it? yeah. I, I don't like mind. I actually like that color, too. But, okay. I'm looking at the list of, like, her predecessors. There's some big names, so maybe. Like who? So, I'm just going to go down the list. We're going to go from, this is 2010 to 19. Fergie, Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, Pink, Taylor Swift, Time out. Lady Gaga, Madonna, Selena Gomez, Ariana Grande. Of people that won that award? Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. looking at the list right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taylor Swift twice. So It's a light day in entertainment. Ariana Grande fell the other day. Oh, no. Did she break herself? No, she's okay. She was wearing her, her massive boots, uh, which we come up to her. like... Her belly button and to her nipple. On a normal, They're so tall. On a normal, on a normal sized person, they would be ankle boots. But I think she was at a show in Tampa Bay, um, and she took a bit of a spell. And she's fortunate that one of her backup dancers were was right there because she fell into that person's arms, who catches her. It wasn't like the Lady Gaga thing where she fell off stage. But had he not been there, she would she would have face planted. According to the Tampa Bay Times. Ariana addressed the crowd about the fall later on in the show, laughing it off once again. Thank you for making me feel loved when I fell earlier. <laughs> I had to fall. It's been 87 shows, and I haven't fallen yet, so it had to happen. I like her personality. I haven't been to a concert in forever. Which one do you want to go to? Uh, no one's touring that I really care for. She's not coming back around here. She was just in Detroit. No, yeah, there's really no one out in music that I'm just like, eh. Maybe I'm that old person. I can't wait... Maybe next year will be my rounds at the Hollywood Casino in Prometica. <laughs> I've aged out of these, these new age group people. I'm just like, there's no one I really want to see. Last week for Grammy Noms, we were talking about the Black Pumas. Oh, I love them. How about yeah, are they coming? As of four days ago, right? No, I, no, I. Well, they have one album. That's all I care about. That means I'm a fan, right? But you didn't know about them until they were nominated. Oh, for sure. Up. And I went down the rabbit hole. So I was like, four who days are these ago. people. Um, See if they're around. I'm. Oh, that would be good to see. Have you have you dived into their dived? Have you dived into I their music? I have not. Yet? Maybe it's maybe I'll I'll listen to that. It's very you. It's very neo soul meets like funk that. meets like. There's some radio hits, but like other than that, you you I feel like if you Luke Cage music, does that kind of make sense? Oh yeah, yeah. Who was? Oh, it was uh, uh, remember Jadena Classic Man? Yeah, I do, I do know that. He performed in the Luke Cage Marvel episodes. They were at a club, mm-hmm. and they had all those kinds of performances. Yes. really mm-hmm. good. I know and, exactly what you're talking about. And there was like a behemoth of a man. He's like a, like a, like a 400-pound mm-hmm. young man who plays, I think, the, the trombone or the, the sax. Like, it's at the club they go to, correct? Yeah. Yes, I know like exactly. Yeah. One of the best of all time. And I looked him up, and they're like, he's 19. Hmm. 
awesome. But yes, yeah. I love that kind of stuff. Yes, I, yes, yes. Uh, 7 o'clock with the morning reboot on Q105. 7.30 today, Tacos and Trivia Tuesday to score some prizes. But next, we'd like to know just how important those side dishes are to you. Q105. 7.13, good morning. It's the morning reboot. If you've missed any part of the show so far, please get the podcast. Text Eric to 419-240-1055. Something to listen to if you're doing traveling tomorrow or Thursday or whenever it might be. Uh, It's Eric and Floyd, 419-240-1055. We can add Selena Gomez to the list of women in music you hate. Stop. No, because you're going to make this list and people are going to be like, oh, he doesn't even like music. I like her. I didn't make the list. I like her. She just has to evolve as an artist and it hasn't happened for me yet. And that's a fair assumption from a fan. Okay. You stop that. (laughs) I actually will fight for this one because I actually do like her. I just just want, we know you're sad. We know. I feel like the evolution of Thanksgiving has come to, so I can save you some grief. Great segue. It seems like people, this is just my feeling, my mm-hmm. the pulse I'm getting, and again, 419-240-1055. It feels like people are more excited for side dishes than they are turkey. And here's my crack theory. Okay. I think the last thing people got really creative and and outside the box with was frying turkeys i don't mm. know as someone who can't do turkey like i can't make it that, that my mom took care of that all, all the years during when I, when I was growing up i don't know how exotic you can get with turkey but you can get pretty creative with side dishes um even though some of the best ones are just simple the green bean casseroles and whatnot so i would like to know are you more excited for side dishes than turkey? And if that's the case, is it because my theory holds some truth? Think of okay. So this is I thought about this when you brought this up the other day. So think about the main course of Thanksgiving as a diet. Most people fail on a diet because it gets stale and boring. You know, at Thanksgiving you're gonna get a turkey, you're gonna get a ham, or some people you're gonna get some sort of meat, a main course meat that you really can't. Bruce it up. You know what I mean? Ham has a taste. Turkey has a taste. Chicken has a taste. Beef has a taste. But with side dishes, you can get creative because you can bring macaroni, but you're like, how many cheeses are in this macaroni? What did you encrust on top of this macaroni? Or mashed potatoes. You get like roasted garlic mashed potatoes. Oh, you get sweet potato mashed. Like you can switch up the narrative of the side dish and make it your own. You can experiment with it. And I'm not saying all of them are gems, trust me. But I'm saying like for a side, I'm a side, as you can see, I'm a side dish rights crusader because I told you yesterday that I will pile side dishes on the plate and my mom would be like, did you get some turkey? I'm like, I sure did. She's like, where is it? I'm like, right there, that little sliver in the corner because I love a good side dish. I feel like I get more filling off of a side dish than I do a main course. 419-240-1055. I bought, a, I bought four pounds of carrots yesterday. I'll use two pounds of them to make Parmesan carrot fries. Okay, what you're not going to do is go to this Thanksgiving and make all this delicious food and not invite me and bring me some leftovers. You're that working. That sounds amazing. I'll go over at like noon on Thursday, but you have to work. That's... that's Okay, see, over? and that's what I mean about side dishes. I've... I am 36. I have lived through 36 Thanksgivings. And say that name of that again one more time. Parmesan carrot fries. I have never heard of anything like that. But am I willing to eat it? 
Absolutely. So basically, it's a hel- it's a healthier alternative to regular fries, and it's arguably very similar to what won our Thanksgiving side dish. Uh, contest at DeRocher's. Mm-hmm. Just swap the br- swap in the fries for the Brussels sprouts. Um, we got Abby. Hey, Abby, Abby, Abby. She says she loves side dishes. Go side dishes. Uh oh. What? Someone. We have a. We have a. We have a turkey tur- turkey hater. <laughs> turkey is dry, gross, and boring. Give them the potatoes and stuffing. See, team side dishes in Northwest Ohio. So I I'm very unusual in this way. I'm I'm okay with that that dry, totally plain white meat because I don't want it soaked in gravy, and that's how you can correct that that person's problem. Is turkey supposed to be dry? Because I don't really, I didn't, I've never, I hate this word. I can't believe I'm about to say it. Moist. Yeah, I've never, well, I've never like had a piece of turkey, and I'm like, oh, this is so m-word. Like, I, this is so moist and like. Juicy, like I've every time I had a turkey, me and my mom's made it wrong for the past 36 years, but I've never had like a piece where I'm just like, Oh, this is so flavorful, I can't wait to have another slice. As with side dishes, you get like you get your textures, you get your flavors, you get your colors. Most of the things, thinking when you lay a Thanksgiving spread out on a table, most of the colors are coming from side dishes. Yeah, you're right. I've had two kinds of turkey before, the really Really dry kind, and mm-hmm. I don't. I like it when it's a little of the M word, but still basically plain. I like that softer <laughs> texture. Um, was, I and we also have another. Um, pretty much second what I said. A, a turkey is a staple. You know what I mean? Like it's a staple of the table. Just like if you don't like turkey ham, you have your main centerpiece. But like, yeah, and I'm with you. Stuffing is life too. I love stuffing. I love it. I love it. I love it. Or dressing. Dress either or the same diff. But like, oh look at you guys are making me hungry. Cheese, yeah. cheesy green bean casserole. So, looks like the. That's about that's about eleven. Oh, they're still coming. There's about fifteen plus text messages coming in. Good. All supporting side so, dishes. So it's that's, so my <laughs> all supporting side dishes. My feeling was was right that side dishes have really overtaken the the turkey. Um, last thing. Oh, you know what doesn't look great to me? It's the cranberry sauce and it jiggles right like Jello. My mom pre-cuts it, so but it can't. It does come out in like the can. Yeah. Uh, my grandma used to make her own homemade one back in the day. I don't think we've ever tapped into it, but like it has like real grit cranberry cranberry pieces in it and it was kind of similar to that but it was more like a loaf i know that sounds real weird to say but like she kind of made her own but I, you if that bothers you i don't think you can get away from that it's just a, it's just it. a jiggly type thing i'm more of a gravy on stuffing person myself or dressing but i'm not a po i'm not an anti cranberry person so you're going in at six on thursday right mm-hmm. and i'll be full by like Five. I, I'm allowed to bring a guest, and my dinner is at two if you want to come. Oh, I think you might have to fight Donna over that one. Okay. <laughs> Just being honest. 720 with the morning reboot. Thanksgiving-themed questions to win prizes next on Tacos and Trivia Tuesday. I dare some bold American to do tacos for Thanksgiving. You could have a worldly one. You have a worldly thing. That's what Friendsgiving is for. Everyone brings over that, that uh, separate stuff. Sorry. Okay. Q105 Traffic, sponsored by Max Auto. Nothing says Toledo like Tacos Trivia and Eric Chase. We've got two of the three right now. Tacos, Taco Tuesday. On Q105's The Morning Reboot. Uh, 
We've perverted Thanksgiving kind of since 500 years ago, whenever with the pilgrims. Let's keep it going. Um, get yourself a soft taco or a hard taco and just take everything and throw it into a taco shell. Like side dish, some green bean casserole, some macaroni, some turkey. You're welcome. If you can make cauliflower into a crust, why can't you make stuffing into a crust and make a Thanksgiving pe- <gasps> You're welcome. It. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. That's the inner fat kid in me that lived until I was about 17 and comes out on the weekends. That's the inner fat kid in me who turned into an outer fat guy. Hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Morning Reboot. Hi, Jada. Hi. Do people ever pronounce your name Jada? Um, in school, they did, yeah. Okay. Well, what school did you go to? Perrysburg. How dare... Oh, obviously. Well, I got you, boo. But back then, you. we didn't have a we didn't have a Jada Pinkett to refer to. So uh, Jade is with us. Uh, uh, Brenda is also on hold. If you'd like to follow along, if Jada gets these questions incorrect, she's got to get five, all five right, to get the lights before Christmas tickets. So pay attention to Jada's answers. I mean, I hope you get these all right. But if not, everybody else pay attention. Um, Jada, here we go. Okay. Okay. What president made Thanksgiving an annual holiday? Lincoln, Obama, Kennedy. Um, <laughs> Lincoln? How does America's Thanksgiving Day Parade conclude? The arrival of Santa, the arrival of Frosty, the arrival of a former living president. The arrival of Frosty. What was the name of the pilgrim ship? The Nina... The Enterprise, the Mayflower. The Mayflower. What president began pardoning turkeys? Reagan, Gore, or Cheney? Uh, Reagan? What two NFL teams always play on Thanksgiving? Detroit and Dallas, Dallas and Alabama, Detroit and Toronto. Detroit and Dallas. Jada, you got four correct. Really? Yeah. That's better than what I thought. Not bad, not bad. one away. Thanks very much. Have a good Thanksgiving. Let's grab Brenda. Hi, Brenda. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, What president made Thanksgiving an annual holiday? Lincoln, Obama, or Kennedy? How does America's Thanksgiving Day Parade conclude the arrival of Santa, the arrival of Frosty, the arrival of a former living president? The arrival of Santa. What was the name of the pilgrim ship? The Nita, the Enterprise, or the Mayflower? Mayflower. What president began pardoning turkeys? Reagan, Gore, or Cheney? <laughs> Reagan. What two NFL teams always play on Thanksgiving Day? Detroit and Dallas, Dallas and Alabama, Detroit and Toronto. Detroit and Dallas. You also got four correct. Are you? Uh, are, which one are they? This is hard. Thanks, Brenda. Four, oh, I thought she got it right. 419-240-1055. Chime in quickly. I'll tell you this. Um, Jada got... The second one wrong, and Brenda got the first one wrong. They each got the final three questions right. Please, if anybody answered anything but Reagan in the pardoning turkeys one, 
don't vote next year or ever. Mm-hmm. Hi, good morning. Who's this? This is Scott from Mommy. Hi, Scott. I don't think you're eligible to win. Uh, it was mid-October last time I won. That's cutting it close. Floyd, do you know offhand? Yeah, he's right. I, I okay. know because I won tickets to, to the trick-or-treat at the zoo, which was like the 16th or 17th. All right, here we go. Uh, what president made Thanksgiving an annual holiday? Lincoln, Obama, or Kennedy? Lincoln. If anybody said Obama, you too should not be voting. (laughs) How does America's Thanksgiving Day Parade conclude? The arrival of Santa, the arrival of Frosty, the arrival of a former living president? The arrival of Santa. What was the name of the pilgrim ship? The Nina, the Enterprise, or the Mayflower? The Mayflower. What president began pardoning turkeys? Reagan, Gore, or Cheney? Reagan. Scott, you took way too long there. I know, like Scott. <laughs> can, can you tell me why the other two uh, were not presidents pardoning turkeys? Because they weren't presidents? Thank God. <laughs> you can vote next year. <laughs> um, and Scott, what two NFL teams always play on Thanksgiving? Detroit and Dallas. Correct. Nicely done, Scott. We've got some tickets to lights before Christmas for you. Are you off of uh, no, no, uh, no candy or... Uh, uh, junk food deliveries Thursday little and Friday. Little Debbie delicious. Little Debbie. No Little Debbie deliveries Thursday <laughs> and Friday for you? Uh, no Thursday, but I do have to deliver on Friday. Okay. Well, have a good Thanksgiving. Thank you for always listening. Hold on a second, okay? Oh, he's good. I can, All right. I'll can. i text oh. him. He heard me. Scott, you there? Yeah. Floyd's going to text you. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> How are those today? The first one was hard. I didn't know if it was Lincoln or Kennedy. I, w- I was with the girls on that one. I try I to like, always give you one that like is so obvious yeah, that it's... But here's the I wasn't born in either of the other two eras, so you never know. Like People have already celebrated some holidays, but some holidays haven't became official holidays until like, they sign like a creed. Apparently, Washington said, we should give thanks, and it was very informal. And then, if I'm not mistaken... So the Gettysburg Address was like a couple of weeks ago in November, mm-hmm. and that always, because it's one of the great speeches in our history. The I Gettysburg hope, Address. Hopefully everyone is nodding their head along listening yeah, right I, yeah, I'm like, yeah, the Gettysburg Address. Yeah. And in the shadow of that, he also said that we as Americans should come together and also give thanks, and he officially established Thanksgiving. Oh. And then the next year, the Lions in Dallas started to play. Nice. And then the year after that, Cheney and Gore pardoned turkeys. Correct. Um, well, we, Obama observed. We've got some... <laughs> <laughs> entertainment to get to in a couple of minutes and we will talk about Kesha. Let's enjoy her afterglow after her great AMA performance, some JLo news and some Gabrielle Union news. All before 8. 7.55 The Morning Reboot on Q105. If you could make a note to join us for however long you've got to give us on December 6th at Franklin Park Mall, it's our big day of Coats for Kids to help out the old newsboys. Now, starting on Black Friday, there will be a um, a kiosk in the food court available for you to donate to Coats for Kids. Please use that instead of dropping off or buying a coat. And then on the 6th, we've got a lot of great entertainment, some live performances, some games, and much, much more throughout the course of the day. December 6th and more on the website, Q1055.com. It's Eric and Floyd. Uh, There were some Oscar rumblings for Jennifer Lopez after Hustlers hit and Mm -hmm. did really well. But now she's won an award that often portends uh, an Oscar win. 
uh, at the Palm Springs International Film Festival, she will receive its annual Spotlight Award for her performance uh, in Hustlers. Past recipients of the predictive honor is going to Amy Adams, Jessica Chastain, Helen Hunt, Rooney Mara, Julie Roberts, and more and more. So. Okay. She's in good company. Uh, let's see. So we're all back feeling our, our Kesha things after her great performance mm-hmm. at the AMAs the other night. She is reclaiming her voice. She's got a new story in People. Of course, the Dr. Luke stuff is still going on. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the endless legal battle. You can go through blank and come out the other side swinging. I want people to know that you don't have to be defined by your past or be a prisoner of something that you had to go through. You are allowed to find happiness. And the last record, one from 2017, I had a lot of serious issues to address. Uh, she gave a uh, note, we'll go ahead. But now I'm ready to be joyful and happy and make people feel good with songs that capture my love of life. Like, don't let tomorrow get in the way of having an amazing time today because you just don't know how long you have on this earth. In my 20s, it was all about how I looked. Now I focus on my soul and my spirit, what my body and mind needs. She says of confronting her issues and practicing self-care by spending time with her partner of six years, Brad Ashenfelter. I have little mantras on my mirror like, you're the blank. Because my therapist told me to, and it makes me laugh. Uh, being full of love and happiness is the point of life. I can't take myself too seriously. She, like many other people, I'd say myself included, is uh, is is on it. Like in, in your 20s, you spend a lot of time looking in the mirror, beating yourself up. And then after, after your 20s, you mm-hmm. realize that that doesn't really get you anywhere. And you begin to look inward, and it helps. And that's what I meant about earlier, going back to when we talked about like Selena Gomez. Like... That's what I'm talking about with artistry growth. You know what I mean? Like she, she, she looked at herself and was just like, "All right, I can be this person, or I can be my person." And that's what she's doing. She's owning it, and I respect that. And who? Kesha. Oh, okay. That's what I mean by artist growth. Instead of like the "woe is me" music. That we found the female artist that Floyd likes. I like a lot of them. Okay. I only listen to female I'll, artists. I will name some. You tell me if you like them. Okay. Halsey. Yes. Selena Gomez. I want to. Miley Cyrus. Oh, I love her. Billie Eilish. Uh-uh. Taylor Swift. Cam- I'm a new Swifty. Camilla. 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 See, that was, I only did not like two of them. Judge the jury rest. The, the, uh, the, the prosecution <laughs> Wait, rest. Right. I rest my case. Um, so Gabrielle Union and Juliana Huff got fired? Yeah. So if, for those of you guys don't know, they replaced original, not original, original female judges Mel B and Heidi Klum who left to pursue other stuff. On... America's Got Talent. Okay. So, reports are saying that they will not be returning to next seasons of America's Got Talent, and it's not their decision. And also, reading this article, I didn't know Tyra Banks was still tapped in as official host, but she has left too. So, okay. it is officially Terry Crews now. Was she co-hosting with him? or judging? No, no. She took a season off to gotcha. focus on other... I think she went back to host a... Top model or something like she took a season off, but yeah. via this report, Julian, Gabrielle, um, Tyra, and they're not coming back. However, Juliana, Julian Huff, and Tyra Banks are just kind of like, yeah, we're just going to pursue other stuff. But Gabrielle Union saying she left due to she's got she got she officially got the axe because she spoke out against racism and sexism, and it was Simon Cow who kind of was like, we don't need this on our show. You have to go, and those were her quote words. The other two are kind of just like, no, we're pursuing other stuff. But Gabrielle's like, no, I spoke out against the racism and sexism that I saw. And Simon Cowell was kind of like, well, then you're fired. But I, I'd like to I, you know if there was any of that a uh, problem on the show. It's weird because, like, 
she she's always been an outspoken celebrity anyway. Yeah. But it's kind of like if you if you got the axe the same time as Julianne and Tyra, you figure girl power and with the movement that's happening in Hollywood, they'd back you up or something. I don't know. It just right. she seems very outspoken and her reputation doesn't perceive herself because every show she's been on, she's been fired or let go. For some reason, so I don't, I don't know. I would like to think it wasn't because of that, but it is Hollywood, and we know how they operate. So you never know. A lot of layers to this story. So they won't be back. Uh, we're gonna do a panel full of ladies, and I'm very excited for it because I have a question that hit me this morning, and I, I want to get to it before I give you what that might be. A little smile for today. Yeah. Did you email her? You can't email on YouTube, but I found the person. She's from Germany. See if she'd like Guten to... Guten Tag. Guten Tag! <laughs> See if she'd like to help us out. <laughs> so, in Jeopardy fashion, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the answer to okay. this during the panel full of ladies, and you will have to give me the question. So you say something, and I say, what is, who is... Right, Okay. right, right, right. And we will hook you up with prizes. Maybe, uh, maybe if you'd like to re-gift the Dinosaur Adventure tickets... You can do that. We'll do that in less than 15 minutes on Q105. Oh, my Lord. You win the prize and give it away to somebody else. Yes, let's do that. Q105 Studios, sponsored by... You know what to do. Q can jam. Looking for you to help us out. Help us help the Toledo Northwestern Ohio Food Bank December 13th. I know it's a ways off, but December 13th at Food Town Fresh Market on Central. More details on our website, q1055.com. What's so funny? You asked me to look up why that was, well, you said why something was trending, and I looked up, and it has an interview, and someone says, why is he so wet? He looks really <laughs> sweaty in the video. There's a Papa John's, <laughs> pa- Papa John, the, the guy, is trending, and I think because somebody did a deep fake video where he's supposedly questioning someone political, yeah. and so, they shoved in the word pizza instead of the person yeah like, he doesn't have any idea what pizza is it, it it's it's really funny and someone's like why is he so wet and he does look really wet in the video deep fakes creep me out all right all right powerful ladies time hi sarah hello thanks for calling happy early thanksgiving you too sarah's 33 single one kid where are you from oregon okay hey. let's get is this l floyd yes like l wood hi l Hi. 24, married, no kids. Where are you from, Elle? Uh, I live in East Toledo, but I'm from... I'm sorry, so you, li- you live in East Toledo, but where? I'm from Michigan. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and last up, Kristen, 31, single, and three kids. Hi, Kristen. Hi. Crystal, uh, Kristen, where are you from? Originally from South Toledo, but I moved out of town for a while. Where are you now? Uh, currently in Toledo. Okay. All right. Here we go. Sarah, can you give me a, a quick good story about something that happened to you in a women's bathroom? Because <laughs> um, it is a place of great camaraderie. Oh, God. So many things. I mean. Just pick one. I, I, like, uh, I don't even know what you want. Like, um, I've walked in on people that aren't supposed to, like, boys in the girl's bathroom. Okay. All right, we'll try with Doing. it. L, do you have a, a good story of, like, camaraderie and friendship in, in the women's bathroom? Um, we all have, like, those 
drunken nights at the club when another drunk girl like comforts you while you're on the floor puking. Right, 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 right. So that's <laughs> happened to you before, or you did that to somebody else, right? Oh, I mean both. Okay. <laughs> Kristen, what about you? Do you have a story from the girls' bathroom, women's bathroom? I do. Um, my son, who is four now, remember one time I had to go to the bathroom and I needed a certain feminine product and did not have any. And my son decides to crawl underneath into the next stall with oh, the woman next no. to me and say, my mom needs a tampon. Can you give her one? There we go. <laughs> oh, no. <And> did she <laughs> deliver? She did. <laughs> the, I mean, you can see it on Twitter, as, as Elle knows, or, or anywhere else, but, like, reality stories or reality shows from a girl's bathroom mm-hmm. would be great Oh, show. yeah, hilarious. All right, let's yeah. come back around with um, Sarah. Uh, what's... What's your best piece of advice for people looking to get married? Um, really make sure you know your partner, I guess, and just know his their work and Okay. L what about what really matters to them? Elle, what about you? What's your best advice for someone looking to get married? Um, is this like somebody who's looking to get into a relationship to get married? No, or like somebody who's already in a relationship? but they're in a relationship and they're considering marriage. What would you? What would your advice to them be? Um, go to a marriage counselor or like a relationship person before get, you get married, just because it is such a big decision and you want to make sure you are wise. Nothing's going to stand in your way. You are wise beyond your years for twenty four. I <laughs> I completely agree with you, um, Kristen. What about you? What would be your advice for people looking to get married? Granted, I have never been married, but I have asked my grandfather, and he is ninety four. He was married for sixty some years. He said the secret to his lasting marriage is. His wife is always right. <laughs> <laughs> happy wife, happy life. Um, and Kristen, yeah. even though you're single and haven't been married, I, I still think you have some advice that you can offer to people because there are, I, you, like I know, a lot of people who are very unhappily married and stuck. Mm-hmm. Although I would listen uh, to grandfather. Don't, don't stay together just for the kids. Ugh. The kids hey, will be affected toward what you two are giving off. Let's have one. another baby. That'll fix everything. Uh, and two, always work out your problems. Don't just run away from it. Yeah, don't let them fester. All right, a lighter question, and I still have the answer that I'm going to give you. Uh, but, but Sarah, what's the best flavor potato chip? Uh, I really like they used to have, I don't know if they still make it, but they have, it was like a loaded baked potato mm. potato chip. Yes. Okay. L, what about you? Um, this is the Canadian in me showing, but ketchup chips are definitely the best. <sighs> yes, it is the Canadian. Are you originally Canadian or from like way up in the UP or something? Uh, not way up in the UP, but I was like right on the border. I lived in Windsor for a little bit, so ah. barely Canadian, but still, right. still Canadian. <laughs> okay. Kristen, what about you? What's the best flavor of potato chip? I would have to say the Hawaiian sweet onion. Interesting. Hmm. I think I asked that because I came across a recipe yesterday for salt and vinegar chips. Good? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, someone moaned. No. <laughs> salt and vinegar mashed potatoes. 
I'm good on the vinegar. All right. Yeah. All right. Here is the answer. Sarah, I need the question. Okay? The answer is, it's a nice size. What's the question? Um... That laugh says it all. We know. Don't <laughs> Any, Sarah. Anything? Um, what? How big is your package? Okay. Nobody yeah. else can use that answer. L. The L. The answer is it's a nice size. What's the question? Your first starter home. <laughs> there you, there go. you go, Kristen. It's a nice size. What's the question? What size turkey are you getting this year for Thanksgiving? It's a nice size. I like it. Well done. <laughs> they were fun. I'm putting them on all, all on hold. Let's see if we, what we can't do. We've had some, some... Everybody have a good Thanksgiving this week. Nobody go anywhere. Floyd, it's a nice size. What's the question? What is that pizza? It's a nice size. Yeah. Uh, our friend Jeffy McGee is here. Fall finales have hit, so maybe things you want to go back and check out. And big Thanksgiving movies. We'll get you in the trailer game next. I will go, go, go. Good morning and welcome to the morning reboot on Q105. It's Eric and Floyd. That Harry Potter music means our pop culture wizard, Jeffy McGee, is here as we move into Thanksgiving week and Thanksgiving movies, some of the biggest ever. I have some big, big announcement to make. I'm about to be pregnant with a turkey baby, and it will come on Thanksgiving Day. Congratulations! <laughs> I know. Same side dish? Uh, I am all about corn, thank you very much. I am a simple man when it comes to such things. <laughs> I've never. Okay, let me ask you guys. That stuff with cube bread and spices and so forth, is that stuffing or is that dressing? It's stuffing. both. Depends on what you are. Yeah. So you're, okay, so you, you're very much a what it does. If it's been inside a turkey's cavity, it is stuffing. We don't eat it that way. Okay. <laughs> I'm of the opinion that that a turkey is good enough in and of itself. You don't need the stuffing to add to it, and it actually just kind of makes the cooking time longer and kind of suck. So just leave it out. Call it dressing. Leave it on the side, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But. One of the big things about Thanksgiving is that once you're done with the parents and once you're done meeting all the relatives and so forth, you get to Thanksgiving night and you have nothing scheduled. So 99% of the time, what do people do? They either go to a sporting arena or they go to a movie theater. And so as a result, the five-day Thanksgiving weekend has become notorious for being one of the biggest movie weekends of the year. And so ultimately, some of the biggest openings ever have happened on that. And so we're going to be looking at the biggest Thanksgiving weekend grosses here. Now, going to kill I, you. I tried <laughs> I tried gobble. to do Well, no, the thing of it is is that you keep in mind not a lot of like the big quote-unquote blockbusters necessarily come out around Thanksgiving. They tend to aim for more family-oriented stuff. So there is not a one Marvel movie on this list. So I'm sorry, Eric, but you're kind of, you might be in a little bit of trouble. So, But we're going to go from the lowest to the highest. I cut out a few just to not repeat franchises. So I'm not really asking you to give me, like, say, the exact title of the specific movie. If you can name the franchise, you're fine, okay? So let's start with number seven on the list, please. Oh, pardon. In a place where the Christmas spirit is everywhere. Well, almost. That's how the Grinch stole Christmas from the year 2000. (laughs) 
Apparently, Floyd is number one, according to Eric. Uh, but, 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 you know, that was the Jim Carrey movie. And in 2000's money, this is almost 20 years ago, it mm-hmm. made $73 million oh, over wow. the five-day frame. So that's a significant chunk of money. So, All right, so Floyd, one. Eric, nothing yet. We go to number two on the list, please. Toy Story. Yeah, it is Toy Story. Barely, but you got it. And that's actually Toy Story... Do you know which one? Two. Two. That's two. Yeah, and that's two. That was the last one to get released during the fall time frame, because the last two have been summer movies. But that made... And this is, again, 1999 money. That made $80 million over the five-day Thanksgiving weekend. So, all right. So, Floyd, two. Eric, never brag. You know where how this goes if you brag. Let's go to number three on the list, please. Legend tells of a hero who will journey to find the demigod Maui. That's Moana. (laughs) I've been staring at the edge of a loser. Sorry. All right, so that was Moana, <laughs> which made eighty-two million over the course of its five-day frame. So, so Eric, you have to basically run the table now in order to be able to still in this game. So, good luck. We go to number four on the list, please. In a few moments, you will pass through these doors and Potter. join your classmates. <laughs> <laughs> That's Professor McGonagall. That's Professor McGonagall, and that was Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, the first in the franchise, which made $82 million in its opening frame on the Thanksgiving weekend. Actually, it wasn't the opening weekend, pardon me, but it did still made $82 million in its Thanksgiving weekend. All right, so let's polish it off. We already know who the winner is, but we're going to keep going just to see if Eric can get on the board and not have a goose egg. Number five on the list, please. If I'm not a racer, what am I? That is record best friend. I got to do it. I like to read books. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to you, you're going down like three minutes ago. No, I said I was going to kill him. Yeah. Have you seen Wreck-It Ralph? You would enjoy it. I think you There's really a lot of would. pop culture references. Oh, yeah. right? oh, especially mm-hmm. the sequel. The sequel is basically mm-hmm. all all things Disney in one movie. So, All right, so Floyd, five. Eric, nothing. We go to number six on the list, please. Summer in the city of Arendelle. It couldn't be warmer. It couldn't. <laughs> I had to include that one, especially considering how the big glass was. Trying to get a point. But that was $93 million over Ooh. Thanksgiving weekend for Frozen. All right. And number one all time, the I'll biggest Thanksgiving weekend, if you, if you think you can get it. He fought very hard in the game, as was ever did. But they were that, is, that is Hunger Games! What happened to you? I'm going to let him have it. <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as you heard it, that was Hunger Games Catching Fire, oh, which so good. which made $109 million over the five-day Thanksgiving weekend when it came out. The, the next two both were on the list, but didn't make nearly that much. So the sequel, It often seems like the first one establishes the franchise, and then the sequel is the one that does the big money, yeah. and then the next one's kind of our reduced you know, diminishing returns mm-hmm. from that point on. So, but that was the biggest one in the Hunger Games series. Ooh, Donald Sutherland, he played a good villain. Yes, he I'm did. I'm still going to kill you. <laughs> That's a great way to segue from the Hunger Games to my death. Hmm, exactly. Floyd will die next, <laughs> but we will also talk about a new video game system you might be hearing about and some shows you might want to get in on now that fall finales have hit before nine. Q one oh. 
855, the morning reboot, final couple minutes of the thick portion of the show. It's Eric Floyd. Our friend Jeff and McGee is here to wrap up some some pop culture things. we got three things to get to, a new gaming system, what happened to Mr. Rogers, and some shows to catch up on. We'll start off with, what the heck, is it Stadia? Google Stadia. This is not a new... to call it a new console is kind of a misnomer. What it is is basically Google is introducing this new thing, which is a cloud-based game service, which means basically think of it like Netflix, but uh, you it's for games instead of movies, and you have to pay to buy individual games. It's not like you, you can subscribe to them and you get a premium service, but all things considered, really what it is is you have a console quality games without having a console. So basically, you're supposed to be able to stream this thing from a, a number of Google devices, like say Chromecast Ultra, a Pixel phone if you have one of those. Even if you just have the Chrome browser, the web oh, browser, okay. you should be able to get, uh, play games through that. That will be rolled out next year at some point. But the thing of it is that the earlier views have been kind of mixed because Google was promising pie in the sky graphics that are comparable Mm -hmm. to the consoles you play and that really depends upon your internet connection Mm -hmm. and you have to have a very robust internet connection without other people using it necessarily in order for it to work what are the costs like um the actual the weird thing is that supposedly you could play this without investing a dime uh for hardware like because again it's connected to a web device you can buy a founders pack which is what is available right now it's only right now it's kind of a soft rollout Mm -hmm. it's only like 129 dollars for the serve the prime for the premium service a controller which is supposed to be a pretty good controller and also it gets you a chromecast ultra with that as well so to, to be ready to play but when it rolls out officially next year you're supposed to be able to do this over like again through a web browser and play games on the go but again is it ready for prime time now we, this is not the first cloud streaming service playstation has had something called playstation now where you can play game streaming for a, a few years now mm-hmm. and a few other services have, have cropped up but this is very well reviewed in terms of like gameplay like apparently, like there's always a concern about if you're pressing a button, how long it'll take before they, it notices. And apparently it's almost unrecognizable. So there's a lot of real promise here. It's just the impression I'm getting from the reviews I've read is that it's not quite ready for the general consumer mm. yet. And the problem is if you release it now, when it's not quite ready and the general consumer gets the impression in their heads that it's mediocre... Then when it is ready, a few months, years down the road, maybe they're not up for it. I mean, PlayStation Go- VR, Google Glass, you yeah. know, that kind of thing. So uh, that's Stadia. Uh, it's Eric Floyd, Jeff McGee, our pop culture guru, Q105. Uh, 127 million, unsurprisingly, for Frozen, mm-hmm. but only 13 million for Mr. Rogers. Does that mean it's a bad movie? I don't think it's a bad movie. I think ultimately what we have to deal with here is the fact that it's a very niche movie by comparison. This is a movie that is a relatively small film, especially compared to something like frozen so ultimately even with tom hanks attached to it it is a biopic of mr rogers and that audience is going to be very skewed very older compared to a movie like frozen or taking their kids to see frozen yeah there you go so ultimately what we have to keep an eye on for beautiful day in the neighborhood is the next few weeks especially this holiday weekend because if it ends up holding well usually you expect like a 50 percent drop from week to week Mm -hmm. is the average that a movie will drop if it drops below that, then that's a good sign. That means the movie has legs, which is something a lot of movies don't have nowadays. No. A lot of movies, it's one and done. That opening mm-hmm. weekend, and then nobody cares. So the question is, if it ends up dropping a relatively small amount, especially over a five-day weekend, then that's a good sign, and it might end up being
being around for a long time. If it doesn't, if it goes below that 50% or say, even if it just repeats 13 million for you know the same weekend, eh, you never, because it's a five day weekend. You have to remember that's going to be adding more, more to the money. I so. wonder if we enjoyed reminiscing and talking about the nostalgia of Mr. Rogers than wanting to see it cinematically. Not necessarily. But the thing is that there's also, for a lot of people who are Mr. Rogers fans and were looking forward to seeing a movie about him, there already was one. Last year, the Won't You Be My Neighbor, a documentary which is very well done. So ultimately, a lot of people may have already scratched their Mr. Rogers itch without necessarily seeing Tom Hanks playing him. I was going to ask, does merchandise play a role in movies too? Oh, yes. Because I don't see... Cardigans anywhere. I just well, see movie, Anna and Elsa everywhere. The, the thing of it is that merchandising is basically you know the, the dirty little secret is that the movie is basically a commercial for the merchandise, right. especially on the Disney level. So ultimately, that's the other. Yeah, that's another thing that was playing a part in the Spidey thing is that ultimately that they wanted you know, that uh, uh, Marvel was still getting all the merchandising rights for Spider Man, let alone whether it was movie connected or not. So last thing to <clears> hit uh, fall finales were in mass. Tons last week. of fall finales. <laughs> I, I have no. Sh- Chicago show is like till February now. I um, hate the idea of a fall finale, may I say, but just because ultimately it's another way of covering up for the fact that they don't have, they're making less shows than they used to. So they're going to stop showing it like fall finale. So they're just trying to make sure that you know that they are, that there aren't going to be shows for a few weeks. But if you missed a few uh, new shows that are hitting the uh, networks, I got, got a couple of recommendations based upon pretty good reviews, you know, com- relatively comparatively, because a lot of the network shows these days have been pretty poorly received. Um, one of the best new shows on ABC is called Stump Town, which is an uh, army vet becomes a private investigator. It's based upon a well-received series of books, and it's supposed to be pretty good, actually. That's Jimmy Smith, right? Um, no. no. Oh, I'm that's thinking, the lawyer that's show. That's Bluff Town. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Uh, it, uh, Kobe Smulders, the girl from yeah. Marvel movies, yeah. is mm-hmm. the woman that Jeff mm-hmm. is referring to. And, and it's supposed to be a very fun, witty show, so if you want to check that out, I believe it's up on Hulu as we speak. I want to give a shout-out to a very fun series on FX called What We Do in the Shadows, which is based upon a movie. It's a, basically a mockumentary about vampires. Mm-hmm. And it's a very funny and witty, and it actually has gotten better as every show has progressed, so if you want to check that one out, that is available on at the FX streaming apps and so forth, and I'm not sure if that'll be showing up anywhere else soon. Um, I know Eric will hate me for mentioning this one, but <laughs> I have to mention that comparatively to the rest of the CW schedule, <laughs> Batwoman has been very well reviewed in its opening salvo. So <laughs> I still can't, I won't get him to watch it. But and, do, do you know, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Have you followed, or you know the book, His Dark Materials? I am well, well, very well aware of His Dark Materials. I started to watch the show. I think I'm three in. I, I watch, it's on Monday. I watch it Tuesday. And I love all the... I love Daphne Keene, the girl, the, the 11-year-old mm-hmm. girl, James McAvoy, Clark. It's got a great cast. There's a cast. big butt here. It's like the show's 60 minutes long. It's like 30 minutes of people yelling, Lyra! Lyra! <laughs> it's really annoying. It's a long franchise, so ultimately, maybe, <laughs> at some level, maybe it's a matter of they feel like they have to do the world building now. They're and if doing it. And if they're going to like add tension to it, maybe. I mean, that's kind of the old uh, adage about horror movies. Once you get to the sequels, it's nothing but hearing the characters yell their names at each other while danger <laughs> happens. So, And also, when it comes to, like, has anybody watched any good network comedies anymore nowadays is there anything like that you could consider a classic comedy like original yeah Mm -mm. yeah yeah don't people like superstore oh Uh, yeah yeah, yeah. but 
I was a superstore person, but then I got kind of just phased out because they did the love story between the coworker and the manager mm. already, like in the season two. And I was like, oh, well, there's, now there's no mystery. And especially, I, w- I will give a shout out that the NBC is um, really on the down low when it comes to such things. So I give them a shout for preserving something great and renewing Brooklyn Nine-Nine ahead of its seventh season already for an eighth season. So more power to them. Jeff, thanks for everything. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Happy uh, Thanksgiving as well. We missed it a couple of days. Let's go. Tweet, tweet. They didn't tweet it, but they sure liked it. The Morning Reboot's most liked tweet of the morning on Q105. Uh, what do you got? I'm pushing my agenda on America, please. All right, call me old-fashioned, but I believe marriage should be between a person who hates pickles and another person who will eat pickles. Somebody who likes pineapple and pizza and someone <laughs> who is right. Um, from... Uh, Dirk Diggler, or whatever the, the at name is, blank your astrology sign. What type of antidepressants are you on? I saw that. <laughs> uh, 904 with the morning reboot. Text Eric to 419-240-1055 to grab today's podcast episode. Q105.